Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. And thanks, of course, to Seth Reese for keeping somewhat this podcast even alive. Um, a couple of thoughts slash announcements. Um, for a while, not every episode of It's That Episode has been available online. I am trying now to get everything up on iTunes. That is a goal. But as you may or may not know, this whole thing is somewhat a one-man band, and <laughs> some of the technical stuff is not my forte. But that being said, you hopefully someday soon will be able to get everything on iTunes. If that's not the case, you can always, I repeat, always go to craigrowan.com backslash podcast and listen to all the back episodes. Some of them are slightly out of order for some reason, the recent ones. But you know what? Go fuck yourself if you're very um, OCD about it. Actually, don't. You're dealing with that issue, and this is um, one of the ways that it shows itself is your frustration and the numbers being off. I'm slightly frustrated by it, and I'm dealing with it. If you can't go to craigrowan.com slash podcast for some reason, you can always go to soundcloud.com backslash it's that episode. One word. That's soundcloud.com backslash it's that episode. So if I am a total failure and this is not up on iTunes, that's where you can get this stuff. Um, and just some notes, this podcast, the last time I did an episode with Seth was about two years ago. The first time was, I believe, six over six years ago. Um, so this podcast, uh, it's not fully dead. Uh, it will never fully be dead because it'll always be in our hearts. But who knows? Maybe I'll be back with another one with Seth. And uh, if you wish, pray, and love, there might be more episodes at some point somewhere. I will never say never. And thanks to everyone who uh, occasionally tweets at me about the podcast. Uh, I get those tweets. Uh, they are uh, mailed to me by snail mail eventually. Uh, that's how Twitter works now. And uh, I really appreciate it. So thank you so much for listening, passing it along, talking about the show. And of course, thank you for watching television. Uh, thanks again. Have a great night and an early manana. Adios, amigos. Psych. The big announcement. Every episode of It's That Episode is on iTunes. Since I recorded that intro, I did it, but I liked the intro. I didn't want to re-record it, so I added a record scratch sound effect and, and put this part in now. So you can listen to all episodes of Is That Episode on iTunes or on my website or on SoundCloud. And enjoy the show. Let's do it. It's that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. With Craig Rowe. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite guests over my apartment. We watch any TV show they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap. That's amazing that I actually remembered word for word with my intros. Um, this is the first It's That Episode in maybe a year and a half, two years. <laughs> I don't know how long. Um if you are just listening for this for the first time, welcome. I don't know how you found this. I honestly don't even know how to post this anymore. I used to be on um, a podcast network called 
HeadGum. Before that, I was on a podcast network <laughs> called Nerdist. And before that, I was on a podcast network called Splitsider. We've gone rogue. <laughs> um, we are totally independent right now. I stopped doing my podcast and we're back. So basically, this is a podcast where I invite guests over. I have a good friend on the podcast right now. And his name is Seth Reese. I'm happy to be here. Welcome, Seth. Now, why don't you, I'll let you, give you the honor of sort of explaining why we're doing this. Okay. And um, what the what the hell is going on right now. Um, so, for people who have, if you've listened to this podcast before. Uh, welcome. I, welcome back. Uh, welcome back. Um, I, when I come on it, I only do episodes from Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Right. And... Uh, Craig and I are always looking for opportunities to do this when we're in the same city. Cause I live in New York and Craig lives in Los Angeles. There was a time, uh, last November that Craig was in New York and we tried to get one together. It, it couldn't work. It was one of the most stressful nights of my life. <laughs> yeah, Craig was trying to find a <laughs> fine sound equipment. I found sound equipment. I borrowed it and it didn't even get, it was like, literally I was just at the end of the day, I was like, I can't you ended up this. stealing a microphone from B and H from, uh, yeah, from B and H photos <laughs> and these Orthodox, Orthodox Jewish Jews. men chased me down, slapped him down. And I with broke, a- and I broke a window at the post, o- the big post office right nearby in New York city. And they found me and they just beat me down with um, Lulavs and Edgelabs. <laughs> they shook, shook, shook the Lulav all over my ass. And so um, I'm in Los Angeles this, this week. And three hours ago, I texted Craig and I asked him, do you want to do an episode of your podcast? And he said, can I get back to you in like, you know, 30 minutes or so? He did. And he said we could. Yes. He got his stuff out of storage Wait, i had to drive to culver city <laughs> to culver get city. everything out of storage actually culver city utah yes so which uh, actually plays into well this isn't utah but it does that's true play into what we're gonna um, be watching and so now i mean basically craig you were looking at your your history of this podcast the first time we did we, this was we did this in January of 2012. So that's over six years ago. We were different men. We were boys back then. Totally. We're men now. Yeah. And I'll say this, too, is I haven't been doing this podcast. But the other key thing that you didn't mention was we decided that we will, even if the podcast goes away. Yes. We will get through every episode of Studio 60 <laughs> on the Sunset Strip. Now, I also want to say this. this there are is, 22 episodes. <laughs> there are 22 episodes and nobody wants to hear this. <laughs> I'm going to say this also. I started this episode in 2011 or 2012. You were one of the first episodes ever. I would, I will go out on a limb and say it was a groundbreaking podcast. Now, everybody does. I'm going to okay. say I don't ever talk my thing up. Now, there are plenty of TV podcasts, uh-huh. millions. Somehow, and I, this isn't what I wanted it to be when it started, but this is now the basically the official Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip <laughs> podcast. Well, but but the, it's not that. And it here's, is not that. But here's the thing, though. I always wanted it to be the official Studio 60 on the Sunset yes. Strip podcast, so I ultimately got what I wanted. Yes, yes, exactly. You <laughs> this, was all long, this was all a long con. And, and now the other thing uh, people should know, and, and please, if you can find old episodes of this podcast, I don't know where they are. I'm going to try. I think some are on SoundCloud. But you also... Sort of rat brought Studio 60 back into the... So I was groundbreaking in my podcast. Let's mm. all admit that. Everyone admits it. Everybody does. And we're, we're calling up... We're going to call up Mark Marin, And he'll put the stamp on it that this was groundbreaking. Yeah. But you were also groundbreaking in that you sort of brought 
Studio 60 back into the the consciousness of America. America. Yeah. And the world. Well, because I uh I run this Twitter account Matt Albi 60 which is Matt Albee is the head writer of the sketch comedy show Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. I started that Twitter account five years after the show was canceled. Which was about in 2006 or seven. Yeah, something like that. And I still run that Twitter account. I still do it. I still tweet from Matt. So the Twitter account is as if Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. So Studio 60, for those who haven't, don't know what is happening, (laughs) Studio 60 is a behind the scenes of a Saturday Night Live show called Studio 60 of the Sunset Strip. So my Twitter account is if the the mythology is if the sketch comedy show is real. It's Studio 60 has been on the air since 1986, which they state in one of the episodes of the drama show. The year the Mets won the World Series. If they exist in this world. <laughs> Which we because can. because Lauren Michaels does, but and but they are also on a fictional network called NBS. Um, so I still run this Twitter account. I still do it. I don't know why. I have this is true. One week out of the year, like two years ago, a bunch of people started following me with uh, like Arabic in their names, uh-huh. and it just like I would get uh, like. 300 followers like every 10 minutes what? and i emailed twitter and said like i really think like fake people are following my account and so wait whoa 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 so this was groundbreaking in another way this was pre-russian bots this is pre-collusion so this is pre-collusion <laughs> you were this is unheard and of i did well like i i have on my twitter account there, there are 23. <laughs> 3,000, 23,000 followers. Uh-huh. I am willing to bet you that 14,000 of them are not, are not real. <laughs> and, and I would say the other 9,000 of them, probably 6,000 people, when they see you tweet, they just go, really? Yeah. St- Still doing that? <laughs> and when, so much so when I get a new follower, I'm like, what is the, what, what's going on How? in their lives? What's, but, what's wrong with them? But I am happy to continue uh, to put Studio 60 out there into the world as best as I can because it's God's work. It is God's work. And, you know, this I don't know when this is going to go up, but this is also Passover is coming up and here now. Pesach. Pesach. And, um, and Gray it, just slaughtered a lamb and put blood on his door. It well, I so had to weird. because just just we don't have any babies in here but it's just like just in case pa- passover aside you always do that oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just a signal like we're friendly come on in passover aside i'm always hiding matzah <laughs> in the apartment passover, passover aside, aside, i'm always di- <laughs> dipping my pinky in red wine and placing it on my plate passover aside i'm always asking four questions about why this night is different from other nights i'm always leaning to the left passover aside passover aside <laughs> um so Welcome. Yeah. We're back. This is a long time coming. Um, I don't even know quite what we should do to get into this, but well, every episode we do, we we talk about uh, the format of this podcast is we talk about the show we're going to watch, then we're going to watch it off mic, and we're going to come back on. We are watching... What episode are we watching? It's uh, Nevada Day Part 1. Now, this is Nevada Day Part 1. Uh, we got it on iTunes. It says, this is the... A, um, Synopsis, an unusual collection of people, <laughs> an unusual collection of people. I assume they're cast members. Yeah, they're cast That's members. That's a weird way to say yeah. some of the characters in the show you're about to watch. Yeah. An unusual collection of people must go to a small town in Nevada to get 
Tom out of jail in time for the show that night. Recurring guest star, all caps, John Goodman, topical, appears <laughs> well, as Judge Robert Beebe, who is not a fan of the sketch show. So the reason I picked this one... Uh, it's because, because it's one of the episodes of the show, <laughs> yes. and you well, had to pick one. It's because, if anything, I am if anything I am a fan of topicality. Mm. I am a fan of relevancy, and this show directly Nevada Day Part One and Nevada Day Part Two, which Craig and I will be doing in 2024. Because we also said we would not watch the episodes in order. <laughs> so, um, Nevada, this this addresses the culture wars. And That's we it. and we are in the midst, I would say, my friends out there in podcast land, we are in the midst of a culture war. Can I say I, what I said before was like the podcast was groundbreaking before, like the early podcast. I think this is now also groundbreaking because we're finally somebody is taking on the culture wars. And like and we're all, I think in terms of like what's happening now in the yes, in, like we're one of the first ones to be like. Don't we see that this is a problem? And I think we're one of the first ones to add our voice to the mix. Yes. And I am so excited and I feel this profound sense of duty to add my voice to the mix. Yeah, I just think for me personally, it's like there aren't enough voices out there, of especially for like like us. Yeah, especially like us. <laughs> of people like us. <laughs> yeah. Like there's just not enough of that. And I feel like like taking on a show like this, which was a flash in the pan like 10 years ago, 11 right. years ago. It's like, finally, finally. somebody's taking this on. I, I would disagree with you in one respect. Studio sure. 60 on the Sunset Strip, the, ti- the television show, is timeless. Yeah, that's true. It, that is true. It will be as relevant now as it will be in 2094. And if this show would have come out in 1923, it would have been relevant then. Although I would argue in the 20s it might be about radio not television because they did have they did do radio shows in the studio they did do the radio shows in the studio yes nbs studio um is there anything else we should know before we watch this episode or anything you want to say i mean honestly like this is for us and for the audience um I want you to edit this out, but uh, I, 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 I wait before you say this. I guarantee I'm not going to edit any of this. I want you to edit this out, but in the last time you saw, uh, I beat AIDS. Since the last time we saw each other, so, yeah, yeah, I beat it. Why didn't you tell me that? I before? beat it. I beat it. You could have told me that before. <laughs> edit that out. Congrats. <laughs> Thank no, you very I'm, much. <laughs> I swear to God, that's staying in. I beat AIDS. Wow. I read Angels in America, and I beat AIDS. That's amazing. Yeah. They, they're putting that back up in New York. They are part one. And part two, Millennium Approaches and Perestroika. Go see it now. Andrew Garfield, Nathan Lane. Or instead, if you can't afford that, I know tickets are pricey. Watch Nevada Day Part 1 yeah. and Nevada Day Part 2 because they're just as important. Let's do it. Culturally significant. We're going to check it out. Jesus, I don't think you're going to be able to get the networks to forgive its debtors. We should. We won't. It'd be nice. Still. It's compassionate and charitable. You know, just to be clear, our debtors aren't lepers. They're advertisers. Money changers. If that helps you. Okay, just making outside the box. Stay inside. Jesus Christ, can we get this underway? Sure. We called this meeting because a number of our writers are asking that from time to time they be allowed to take your name in vain in their scripts. As well as the name of your father. In their defense, it is part of the adult vernacular. I see. Don't smite anybody. I'll try to control myself. We were hoping you could speak to the writers and make it clear that it's absolutely forbidden. Yeah, no, I don't care. You don't care? No. Caring for the weakest among us. That's my thing. Lend a hand. Be a good neighbor. Don't cast the first stone. 
Do those things, you can call me Betty for all I care. Jesus, you don't care about people taking your name in vain. They're people, they get frustrated. What about your father? Get him. What? Get him. Get God? Get him. He sent me here to die a pretty gruesome death. He planned it. You want to hear what I call him at Sunday dinner? What? I call him Dad, because I'm forgiving. That's why I need the rest of you to get him. Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. No, that was just an exclamation. All right. We're back. So I have a question, Craig. Yeah. Was that your least favorite episode of Studio 60 we've watched on this podcast? I honestly... I, you had some visceral reactions. I honestly... First, I don't remember anything about... No, I think we watched one where there was a snake loose on yes. set. Yes, I love that. Okay. There was one, the cold open, which is... Is that the pilot? No, the cold open is the second episode. That's where they sing... I am the modern major, yeah, yeah, yeah. major, major, major call. Yeah. Is my microphone working? I just want to make sure. Yeah. We good? I think okay, it, yeah. Cool. We're very worried that this is going to get messed up and we're, it's not going to work. Hi, Frank. This is my dog. Um. So yeah, it's a very cute dog and it's a very <laughs> cute episode of television. That's such a great segue. <laughs> um, that is, it is the, it's just such a crazy show. I do want to sidebar. I, it, can, can, can we say one thing? Though? Yes. This is like, I think this, the fifth episode of the season. Okay. Kind of a ballsy move, fifth episode, brand new show, to start to do this like two-episode arc. To do a two-episode arc that starts that's, with a flash forward. That starts with a flash like, forward. Like, I was confused when we started Kind watching. of a ballsy move. I'm just saying it's kind no, of... I'll just say this. Say, look, it's I not a great television show, but that's kind of a ballsy I'll move. I'll say this. Listen, they took some big swings, and I respect that. Good. 100%. Great. And I'm not going to say... And I'm going to say this. This is a show that should be like... If it was done right, like if it, if they hit certain things, it'd be like, oh, this is one of my favorite shows ever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like it's in the, it's in the world of things that I actually am interested in. Well, the, we were talking because there was. Have we talked about this before? We've probably talked well, about it. Well, I'm sure we talked about it, but but we were talking. There there is the scene on the airplane with yes, yes, Danny and Jack Rudolph, and it's a really good it's a really good, a good scene. Well, I was saying. You said that this scene is good. I said it's because it's not about comedy. No, they're that's true. Because they're talking about business stuff, and you can talk about that in an interesting way when you talk about it seriously and are quippy and like right. snarky about it. But when you talk about comedy like that, it just takes out all the fun. Because do you remember the comedy conversation they did have that was fantastic about the demented Santa? Yeah, he said, uh, so what do we got tonight or something? He goes, we got a Mexican Santa. It's demented, but dot, dot, dot. And he goes... And then he's like, the Santa so, isn't, de- the Santa Santa isn't, isn't demented. demented. The comedy is. Oh. And it's just like, and oh it, my it, God. It is, it is kind of oh, it's chill so inducing. Cr- cr- cringy. Cringy. Um, but I, I want to sidebar the, in everything that this podcast is about for a second okay. and say, cause we, cause who cares? Yeah. Um, I asked you during the mo- the show, but we didn't talk about it. Uh, you saw Molly's game. Yes. Aaron Sorkin. We've talked about other Aaron Sorkin things on this. Yes. We've talked many. You liked it? I did. Okay. I have to point out one of the craziest things <laughs> I've ever seen in any I, movie I ever. Did except, I did except for one thing. Is this it? The movie is about a woman who is getting sued, or she's dealing with a lawsuit because she held a, uh illegal card game. Yes. It's based on a true story. Okay. They set up that her dad is very... Is this the part? Okay, her dad is very overbearing and competitive and like taught her to have it is the, the end. drive. It is the end of his yes. dad. So, so she hasn't talked to her dad in like 10 years. Yes. It's the night before a court appearance. She used to be a skier back in the day, and that was her competition. He, yes. was, he was her coach. 
on a whim. She is near a courthouse and she decides to go ice skating. Yes. Like in a Bryant Park. If it's not Bryant yeah. Park, it's whatever it is. In a public setting, on a whim, she decides to do this. Yes. She is skating. She's getting very intense and competitive and it's like bringing her back into that world and blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it connects to earlier in the movie. And then you see a flash where she sees her dad and you think, oh, she's having a flashback of her dad and he's there watching her right. and it and she trips and falls. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. She's in this competitive mode. She's thinking about all this stuff. But no, her dad is there. Yeah, that's the part that I was going to talk about. <laughs> it's, it's the craziest it's, it's thing very in any bad. movie that I've ever... Like, it's, it's also interesting it like, that... Wait, so he randomly... You haven't seen him in 10 years. She goes to New York City. He goes to New York City and somehow finds her ice skating when she hasn't told anybody she's going to... Like, what? It's also interesting that he has ended two of his last movies with bad scenes with fathers and daughters. What was the other one? Because Steve Jobs, which I also liked, I also, I, I also uh, ended with a very bad scene with the daughter on the rooftop. Oh, my God. Where he talks about how he's going to you know, take that Walkman and put a million songs on oh. and But it's also like this touching scene that's kind of You're weird and right out of now. nowhere. He just writes it so well. Um, but yeah, that is two movies in a row with two very bad father-daughter scenes right at the end. Oh my, it was so, because then he's like, he he's a, she's a psychiatrist, one of them is a psychiatrist. He's a psychiatrist. He's a, he, yeah. Or a therapist. Yeah, he's a And they have like a therapy session on yeah. a bench. And you're yeah. like, what is this? Yeah, it's not good. Not good. But I thought the rest of the... I like the rest of the movie. I mean, they're good at... He's like... When he's writing good stuff, you're just like... Oh, I yeah, thought that, is- that intro was fantastic. Forgot it. Um, where like about. it explains skiing. It explains downhill skiing. Oh yeah, because like, you stick. never knew what skiing was until then. So you're like, this is a good movie because it, it explains what skiing is. That was what you liked about it. Is that you didn't know what skiing was. Um, I, you know, I liked it. No, I, there was a good. The opening of the movie was very good. And yeah, it was, um, and so was the rest of it, and just until like the last ten minutes. Um, but okay, so we just watched Nevada Part One. Nevada Day Part One. Nevada Day Part One. I'll just say this. Yeah. I'll just say, um, was I'll just say this. Totally worth coming here <laughs> on two hours' notice to do this podcast. That's what you're gonna say, right? Yep. I was gonna say, Great. This is my dream. This well, is what you want to be doing I was right also now. Like, the, I've been debating back. This is just bigger. We're opening up, but the bigger question was like, I've been debating whether I should bring back this podcast. And now you know the answer. And no. now I know the answer is no. <laughs> but it's like it's with you. It's fun because I we're friends. I can watch a TV show with you. Just and it's just that we're just yeah, hanging out watching a TV yeah. show. But when I have a guest that I don't know, and it's like, and if they pick a show like this is forty five minutes long, right? It's sort of it's a little it's a lot it's a lot. Like if Kofi Annan came here and wanted to watch. The first part of Battlestar Galactica, the three-hour the minis- old one or the the new one, one the three-hour miniseries that leads into the television show. Yeah, if you want to watch that, would at be that weird. point, it's like, like, do I have to ask about dietary restrictions? I have to have a meal for him because yeah. why? He's African? No, because is that what you're saying? That's weird, Craig. I'm sorry. That's weird, that dude. Is, that's really weird. That is weird, dude. That's really that's weird, dude. Wait, it's weird that I would assume he would eat or that he might have dietary restrictions. All of it, dude. <laughs> it's all of it, dude. It's dude. weird, man. Okay, so what you're getting into right now is interesting. Culture you're wars. You're getting into culture wars. <laughs> <laughs> the sh- and I just and that's brought up like straight up. They say 
culture wars maybe at least once maybe twice in this episode yeah i mean and harriet is the ultimate harriet hayes is the ultimate culture explain who harriet is is in less than a sentence in less than a sentence because i don't want to hear more about her harriet is the female ingenue of studio 60 on the sunset strip and she is a conservative christian and that's weird because in comedy in the comedy world it's so weird because it's sort of so weird because you are because I'm conservative Christian and I'm, a, conservative. and I'm an ingenue <laughs> and it's so weird and it's like I make fun of the show but I, it's the most relatable thing when no. I do your podcast I make you take down all the crosses in your apartment oh yeah yeah um, well I understand that and that's like but if Kofi Nan was here it'd be like are there dietary restrictions should I put the crosses back up you keep on like digging yourself a hole I'm you keep on digging yourself so a hole. sorry I'm what so- if Ban Ki Moon was here I don't give a shit fuck it as many UN secretary generals as we can get on this show um but oh yeah, it's like there is interesting stuff in the show. Like that's an interesting. Like there's nothing that is like they just lay so much pipe in this. Is laying pipe mean sex? <laughs> they just fuck. They just fuck. Does the laying show. pipe mean sex? <laughs> what does it mean? I think laying. Uh, I don't I think. think it, does I it think mean sex. I think if you said I'm gonna lay pipe tonight, that sounds like <laughs> sex. <laughs> But you know what I mean when I say laying pipe. Yeah, like laying the groundwork. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're <laughs> but like not, but not they're doing a lot of the old in and out. You know what I mean? They're doing a lot of the old uh, <laughs> doing, the old, doing the old... Uh, horizontal mambo on this. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of euphemisms for sex. Uh, I mean, what? I guess what I do find interesting about the episode is when i watched it this time there were many times i was like this is such a bad television show <laughs> yeah and but, but as opposed to what in the past well um i remember okay well let's talk about when i first watched this episode did you watch it as it aired yes so that was in 2006 or 2007 yeah let's give this is when i was when i was first convincing myself that studio 60 was a good television program but for real yeah for real a good television program. i was like by and, the end of it i was like I can't believe we're not going to get to the conclusion of this. And were you were working at the Onion at the time? Mm-hmm. So that, and I bet wasn't people watched that there. This yeah, was we, like a thing. This we all like, wanted to think that it was going to be exactly. Great. I feel like this is like because again, this is coming off of West Wing. I yeah. mean, like that was the last yeah. thing he did. Yeah, which was obviously and an people amazing... at the Onion were huge West Wing fans. Sure. And then why wouldn't you be excited that one of the greatest television writers of his time? is doing a show about something that you are right. passionate about or and or connected to. So when I was watching this episode, I was severely disappointed when I could tell the hours up and we're not going to get a conclusion because I, this is your, when you originally watched it. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was so bummed. I was like, Oh man, we got to wait till next week. So you were li- literally itching. You're like, this episode could be longer. You're like, yes. And this time. Yes. I Well, no, this time I was like, this is kind of a lame way to end it. Well, I have to say, I have to say this, but regardless of like the the main uh, criticisms of the show, it ends on such a downbeat. Like, there's no like hook at the end where you're like, I need to come back. Once like, again, a baller move by Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> a baller move, not enticing the audience to come back for more. Look, I think there are a lot of Tom Jeter fans out there who wanted to see whether or not he was able to make it back for that live so, Tom Jeter is the, uh, his name Cordy is great, and he is one of the cast members, and he, in this episode, it's about, we didn't even give a synopsis of the episode. 
Basically, and this is how much has to be explained. Harriet Hayes is the conservative Kristen on the show. She had said something in an interview that showed up on page six uh, that waffled on whether uh, gays should have the right to marry. Yes. Is that what it was? And we firmly, we, and, and on, it's that episode. Yes. This podcast. This, we as us yes. people. Are have are staunchly against gay marriage. Oh, we want it repealed. <laughs> so that is the official. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the I'm official sorry, stance of this episode. We should, have, we should have led with that. <laughs> it's like marriage is for straight people. We, and there are two AR-15 rifles right between us. Right. That's now. very funny. That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> and, and very true. And very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and. So she says this thing that we believe and uh, <laughs> and 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 everybody in the show is talking about it. And everyone in the show it, just doesn't agree with her and they're wrong because they potentially because they potentially are alienating a great uh, audience core, which is either gay or knows gay people. And she is. And, a, th- and those people don't exist. You're either, you're, you, you can be gay, but you don't know gay people. Yeah. <laughs> so that group of people does not exist um, as far as. This podcast. Is oh, concerned. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 No, we don't even believe in that. We believe in gay people. We don't believe that. We don't even people. believe that those are born. Exactly. Right. Um, and she goes out to dinner. But then we have to explain the sketch that they're talking about, which is fu- insane. Anyway, they <laughs> go out to dinner and they're going over sketch. And as they leave, uh, as as everyone always does at Saturday Night Live, they, they leave. The night before the show. <laughs> they, they they leave 30 Rock and they go and they hang out at a diner with their scripts and they do table reads. Just spontaneous they table reads. they themselves there. Yeah, they do spontaneous table reads. They do, and, and, uh, and she's approached by three men. One asks for an autograph on a CD. Yes, on a CD. But here's... An interesting thing about the three... She's approached by three gay men. Forget them being gay. I already have. I don't know how, but I'll try. But terrible actors. Awful. Like, you're casting... Somebody's casting these people. Also, the show in general has an incredible cast. Incredible cast. Incredible. What are they doing? The All the extras are actually bad. The detectives that show up are bad actors. Awful. The three gay men are bad bad actors, and they're gay, which is bad. And then you have the deputy. Very good, Craig. Then you have the deputy in the perumph, uh, you know, little barracks there, and he's a bad actor. He's a bad actor. All he, the extra, all the extras are bad actors. So they ask for an autograph on a CD, and then they smash the CD and say, "You hate gay people. Uh, why don't you call me?" a bad gay word that's basically what you're saying and they call her a bitch they call her a bitch over and over and over which is and i was like that's way too creative of a way to heckle some a homophobe like just say hey you homophobic bitch you don't what you go out and buy the cd and ask her to sign that's so it's too much work well it's 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 there was effort there you was have to effort. admire the effort you have to admire the effort yeah and then tom jeter trying to get her away, then gets her in a car and he pushes the guy away. He falls Doug over Jeter, a bush. Dog Jeter goes. Dog and Jeter he... pushes the guy and he falls on the ground and he hits his head. And Tom Jeter gets arrested for assault later in the night. And because he has an outstanding ticket in another state, the Nevada, computer kicked it out. The computer kicked it out. It kicked it out, which is what happens. You put if you get arrested, they put the, your name into the computer. 
Computer kicks it out. Well, they either they kick well, out first, any outstanding if, charges. Well, not, uh, first, if there isn't any outstanding stuff, they just kick it right in. They kick it in, but there but was. If there's so they an outstanding out. thing, they kick it right out. Yeah. So they kick it right out to Nevada. So they kicked it right out and then right up to the judge and yeah, they kick it up and then they pass it up <laughs> right up to the judge in Nevada and they extradite him to Nevada, which is so insane. But it's I feel so stupid just even nitpicking all these things. It's like it's fucking crazy. It's what? a it's a bad episode of television. Yes. But I but there is one thing I want to take some good out of it. Yes, please. Um one, I love the show. You have <laughs> dedicated a portion of your life to it, no matter what. Yeah, we're heading on we're heading about it like a third now. Uh two I think Steven Weber is fantastic. He's on a the great show. actor. He he's great. really good. And I, every scene he's in, I'm captivated by what he's doing. Recommendation for you. Okay. Have you read the book It by Stephen King? Uh, I have not read the book yet. Okay. You don't have to. You can listen to it on audio tape. It's only like literally 43 hours long. <laughs> But it is read by Stephen Weber. That's and great. he does a really good job on it. He That's does an incredible job. Um, is does Stephen Weber? Did that happen because Stephen Weber has that weird connection to Stephen King? Oh my! Because then he was in that uh, the Shining movie. He was Stephen in the Shi- He was in yeah. the Shining movie. Um, we're gonna take a quick pause because okay. I now have type one diabetes, <laughs> which we'll get into. A lot and, has changed since and, the last time. And my numbers are going crazy. So we'll be right back. Okay. We're back. Guys, guys. Craig has type 1 diabetes, and that has changed and since the last time we did this, and frankly, because it ruined my flow, and talking about Studio 60, I find your illness unacceptable. <laughs> and I hope your levels spike or fall or, whatever, or crash or whatever oh, has they to have. happen. They have. Whatever. So explain what happened. Basically, first of all, this is like half an hour later <laughs> than what we were. When you just, when the audience just heard us talking and now, yeah, this is half an hour later. Yeah. You, ru- you, ru- you, ru- you ruined the podcast. I ruined the podcast. But f- but to be fair. Just keep going. You sprung the podcast on me. <laughs> hey, if you're going to be a good diabetic, get your shit together. You never know what can happen. Here we go. Yeah. A year and a half ago, out of nowhere, I got type 1 diabetes. Here we are. I went out for dinner. I got a dessert. I took a bunch of insulin. While we were here doing this. My blood glucose level went really high. Then I was like, I'm going to treat this now because I want to continue the podcast because my friend about imp- the imposed himself on me. It's about the podcast. <laughs> and, it was like, and I was like, so I'm going to take more insulin. I took too much insulin or I took more insulin, which is called stacking. I took it before the other insulin was out of my system and it stacked and there's too much insulin and my number dropped very quickly. I had some ice cream. I took it as an opportunity to rather than eat sugar pills. I was like, oh, I'll have some ice cream. My number is more stable now, but I might be snacking while we're doing the rest of this. So I have a problem with your diabetes. Okay. Well, you beat you beat AIDS. What's, I did beat AIDS, but 
And it's that episode mm-hmm. where not it, the official stance of the podcast is they're against the LGBT. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Keep in mind now that you are, you are. I have no problem with the LGBT thing. You're saying that you are now a host of this podcast. That's the problem I have. The official stance of the podcast is we're against uh, the gays, the gay community. And also, we're against impures. So that means sick people. <laughs> that means sick people. And I assume you're saying we're against, you're against modern medicine? Uh, absolutely. So I've... I've at you least, are now at least two of those things. How you are still hosting this podcast, I don't know. Because the board of directors are going to see that you're out of here in a second. Because you're an impure. And that is not good. Well, first of all, thanks for asking. I am feeling better. Second of all, because <laughs> I theoretically Literally, could die at any no, moment. No one, no one is, can see this, but Craig has 12 needles coming out of his neck I don't know how to deal with being a diabetic right now I'm gonna try I'm gonna attempt to bring this back on track Nevada Day Matt Albee is a diabetic Matt (laughs) where do you see Studio 60's place if it existed either here's my two cents but I'm there's a two-party question okay you can well you can choose how to answer this either so it's like a type one or type two question it's a type one or type two or type 1.5, 1.5, which does exist. Interesting. Or 2.5, I forget. E- either where is Studio 60 now? And that could either mean where is Studio 60, the NBS show, or where is Studio 60, the NBC show, if it still existed now? Do you see the question? Okay, the Studio 60 NBS show. Mm-hmm. Where it is now. So that is the show within the show. It is a it is the premier sketch comedy television show. It's still on. It's an Emmy Award winner. It's led by Matt Albee and Danny Tripp. And it is, especially right now in the time of Trump, they are having a field day with this stuff. And it's never been more relevant. Any existing cast members still there? Um, no, actually, all the cast members, if you look at my Twitter account... Um, they're all former members of the Trump administration who've been fired. So it's so, a big cast. So it's a big cast. Uh, like, uh, so currently, uh, the top uh, Hope Hicks is mm-hmm. there. Uh, well, she hasn't left yet. She today, today, today was her last day. Today was her official. So she's on the air tomorrow. Uh, Rick Gates is there. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Dowd? What's that? John Dowd is that? John Dowd is there. Uh, but he's still legal counsel for Studio 60. Uh-huh. We, re- we retain him as legal counsel. Um, and Steve Martin. The Steve Martin is yeah. a cast member? He's a cast member. Yeah. Is that? The show's never been better. Wow. Also, Hope Hicks does a great Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. And we, we maybe we lean on it a little too hard. But Would you say it's demented comedy? I would. Yes. The sketches themselves aren't demented. The comedy is demented. Okay. Um, and and do any hosts that we should know about or or musical guests either that have happened or should be uh, Allison Janney's always great to have as a host. She's one uh-huh. of the best. Uh-huh. When she when she comes on, the writers are so excited. They know they know what they're getting. They know that she's game. They really like that. So she's like the Felicity Huffman, another one. She's, she's like the like, Alec Baldwin. Of... Yeah, Felicity Huffman's great. Who's who plays Trump? What's that? Who does Trump? Um, Trump is still played by Dylan Killington, which is the uh, 
he's the guy. He's, he's the, the overweight. The overweight. The man. overweight man. <laughs> the overweight man. You're the overweight man. <laughs> and where is the NBC show Studio 60 if it were still on? That would mean if it were it still on, in, it would be in like season 10 or Longer more. Than that. 12, 13? Yeah, I mean, if if they would have done the right thing and kept it on the air, yes, and it was still on, which would be the right thing to do, mm-hmm. it would be. I know they they say appointment television doesn't exist anymore. It would still, it would be appointment television. Like every week, people would sit down with their families to watch Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip. Will you? Probably. Okay. Now. <laughs> Um, did you at one point, I'm sure we've talked about this, but you wrote an episode? No, I wrote, I wrote crazy Christians. No, you wrote crazy Christians and you also wrote a, um, behind the scenes oral history. Yes. I wrote a behind the scenes oral history. You can look, read it at sketchcomedyisimportant.com. But I also wrote the, the definitive, the crazy Christians, which is the most talked about sketch. I, wrote, I, wrote, I decided in, in, to write it and I posted it online. I wrote crazy Christians. Will you this now we're living in the era. We both work in the biz. Can I say that? Yeah. Especially in this episode. Uh, Hollywood is definitely uses an epithet. Yes. Yeah. We work in Hollywood. We're the enemy. Yeah. We're the enemy. This is a time we'll talk. We'll get back to culture wars, but mm-hmm. this is a time Roseanne reboot where the reboots are king. Yeah, we got Roseanne. We have Will and Grace. Murphy Brown is coming back. Yeah, or there's a pilot from Murphy Brown. Um, I'm sure there are plenty of other examples. Is it time to bring back to bring back Late Night with Seth Meyers? Late Night with Seth Meyers. <laughs> is it time to bring back what? Is it time to bring back Studio Sixty? Craig, it's always time to bring back Studio No, 60. I'm serious. Would you ever, would you, would, I'm putting this to you right now on Gun the to record. my head. Would you ever pitch that as a show? Like, would you ever, like, be like, I want a meeting with Aaron Sorkin? I'm going to say this. You, you're not nobody. Shut the fuck up. You're not nobody. <laughs> you have, you have some credibility. Okay. You're, do you i want to waste it <laughs> yes what i'm saying is no it's not wasting it is a passion project of yours well honestly honestly do i pitch to nbc to do a reboot of studio 60 do i do that it could live online <laughs> we need to boost digital you can always I mean, boost, they need it you can always boost digital. digital they have digital arm um i go in to that boardroom and I pitched the reboot of Studio 60 with heart on my sleeve. Yeah. With clear eyes. Full heart. On my sleeve. And I pitch it with gusto. Because mm-hmm. I think it is the most important television program that has ever aired. Mm-hmm. And I tell them that if they know what's right, if they want to make a good business decision, not only good for... Not only good for business in terms of making money, but also in terms of bringing in a huge, huge, the huge audience that wants to watch the behind the scenes drama sketch comedy show. If they want that, but here, they should bring back Studio Six. We're kidding now. We're kidding now. But no, imagine a show right now mm-hmm. about behind the scenes of right in this culture war moment of television. That's interesting. See, that's that's the trap. 
Because <laughs> I'm trying to get you to pitch this that's show. That's the trap. Because it is interesting. It is interesting. It's but, inherently interesting. But it's How, very have hard. Have you read? You've read uh, late night uh, war for late night. Yeah. You've read the other war for late night. I've read two of them. There's one of them I haven't read. I've read both of them. Uh, maybe there are three. Well, no. There's the Bill Carter books. Well, I've, I've, yes, I. I think we're all, I'm also talking about the early SNL book, but that's well, not of a Of course, that's Saturday Night. Yeah. Of course. Um, the, the original, not not just the oral history, but there's something there. <laughs> yeah, there's something there. It's, it's happening in America. There's absolutely something there. <laughs> this could be you. Okay, I'm going to change the course because I see you're uncomfortable because you're like, I don't want to get that's the But no, you're actually getting into what is the inherent conundrum of studio 60 because it could be good it could be good the topics like the topics are worth talking about right and it's, the it's right, all interesting and he's the right setting, and he's yeah. the right person to mm-hmm. be writing about yeah it. but it's bad what is the in what is the inherent flaw beyond just saying you can't write about comedy seriously i think the inherent flaw is that I think one of the inherent flaws, you come off as annoying. Mm-hmm. And it's not just preachy. It's not preachy. It's an, it's like people can tell, oh, you're trying too hard. Right. It's not, that's not but preachy. Why, what makes it, what, what's the difference between when it's West Wing? I think it's because that is important. Well, with this, this we, See, we've gone around yeah, the horn many it, times with this argument. Know, it's like, it's, yeah, the West Wing, they were allowed to be quippy because it was important. The stakes were high. I don't know. I think there's a chance that he may have just written that better. Yeah. And because Sports Night's good. Sports yeah. Night is good. And the stakes aren't nearly as high. What's interesting about Sports Night, and I'm sure I've said this on many a podcast we've done with you. I've done with you. But imagine if somebody listened back to other episodes and they're word for word the exact <laughs> I same. I think they might be. I actually think I may have listened and like, oh, uh, we, we do. Re- we you think them. you may have listened? You liar. You li- probably listen to it once <laughs> All the a time. week. <laughs> but like Sports Night was about the number three sports station right. in America. Right. Yeah, so there was yeah, so there yeah. so there was a level of they weren't the best. Yeah. As opposed to like. You know, well, the West Wing, they have to be the best. But here in Studio 60, and this is definitely, I've definitely said this in your podcast. One of my friends, Will, who was, he was the editor-in-chief of The Onion when I was there. And now he's at John Oliver now. He will always say, like, the show should have been about a struggling sketch comedy right. show. Yeah. Not a sh- sh- sketch comedy show that immediately becomes number one. They have to maintain being number one. Right. Um, I actually still think it might have been ultimately annoying. Yeah. Because a, a struggling sketch comedy show isn't the type of show Aaron Sorkin writes. What's Aaron Sorkin's next thing? I think he's, well, I think he's doing that a loose seal ball movie. Wow. Which I think would be fantastic. Wow. And he's, I think they're also doing A Few Good Men live. Who's who's going to be loose seal ball? That's Kate Blanchett. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's say this. Okay. You are seated next to yes. Aaron Sorkin. You know, I've met, I've met him. No, no. Shh. Theoretically. <laughs> I mean, I've, I don't want to hear about it. I, I, theoretically. I, shh, theoretically. You meet Aaron theoretic- Sorkin. Okay. What do you say to him? 
I mean, I, when I met him in no, real no, life. No, 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 no. <laughs> put, on, put on your imagination cap. You see Aaron Sorkin. Okay, so. Uh, what do you say? Okay, so I met him. I met him in real life. Okay, but let's say you met him. <laughs> Okay. Well, okay. Let's say you meet him. Okay. Let's say. Okay. Let's say I do meet him. Okay. Let's say I do. Yes. Meet him. Okay. Great. You're, okay. Now, now you're talking. About okay. Life. Okay. Let's say we're in this planet where I, where I do meet him. Okay. Where's that situation? Let's say I meet him like, it's crazy. Let's say we, I meet him like on the eighth floor of Rockefeller Center. Okay. Great. That's a good. And point. he just happens to be there because he's like he's doing the sketch. He's doing like a Sorkin sketch <laughs> that you wrote. <laughs> let's say I let's say I meet him. Okay. And. Do I tell him about Studio yes. 60? The answer is absolutely not. Why? Now here's my question for you. Why wanna, didn't you? Because it's a bad show. But, <laughs> and I didn't want him to be mad. mad. I didn't want him th- to be mad. Here's my question. Have you read any interviews with him about it? Yeah, he, he, he talks about What does about, he talk about? What does he, he talks say? about how he, he, he dropped the ball. He's open. He he, he openly. Says and what he is he? The ball. But like he just like it just wasn't. Work. Did he give an explanation? I don't know if he gave an explanation. I think he just acknowledges that he drops the ball. I I will say That's this. Fine, everybody drops the ball. I will say this. Everybody though. drops the ball. I do think that the newsroom is more egregious than Studio Sixty. Um, yeah. I think the newsroom is is egregiously uh, bad I, because it's also supposed to be actually important. <laughs> and it is. They are that everyone is so fucking annoying. What in that it, show. what's uh what's a Sorkin tidbit from your? Did we talk? We didn't talk about this, did we? Uh. No. What, 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 uh, let me tell, hear a highlight. Of when he was, yeah, when, when he came, when he came, so you worked um, for, you actually, worked for late night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, one thing that was super cool, I mean, look, I, one thing that was super cool, and I'll, I will remember this for the rest of my life, and it he was, he kissed you. No, he didn't kiss me, but before he went on for his interview, mm-hmm. which was right after the sketch aired, before he went on for his interview, he asked, he was like, I just want to get your name. One more time, Whoa. and he he got my name. And then when he came out for his interview, he said uh, that sketch was written by one of your writers, Seth Reese. That's and, awesome. And uh, I'm really sorry that I messed up. I want to apologize to him right now for messing up the last line of the sketch, which he did. He didn't really deliver it that right. Deliver it right. But that was like that's really cool. That was a that was a real class move, and that was I. What that was a, unbelievable. What an I, it was unbelievable. It was really cool, and uh, I will remember that. Um, Did he? Um, and that was really it, was, nice. it was a walk and talk, right? Was that what the sketch was? No, no, it was no. Well, I don't no there was there was a walk and talk element, but it was it was. A ske- I'm trying to think if I. I it was sure it was it. us asking because Aaron Sorkin's gonna be on the show that night. Right. We were asking Seth if we were gonna do an Aaron Sorkin parody sketch. Right. Right. But the whole thing was done in the as, style. As, right, in the right. style of an Aaron Sorkin parody. Did he look at the script? Yeah, and did he? What did? He, what was his? When he read it, what were his? Did he give any thoughts, or he was just he, like he said? It, he said, "I'll do it." That's awesome. And uh, that was kind of like the first like big video thing we did on the show, and that and that was still like like, you know, at Thirty Rock, there are tremendous highs. Now, and for kind of, for those who aren't in the world, <laughs> Rock stands for Rockefeller, at Rockefeller the, Center. There, there are there are like tremendous, tremendous highs, and there are like annoying lows. Uh, and that was like when that happened, I was like, "This is crazy. This is exactly why I want to be at this job to yeah. do something like this." Um, and you know, like we filmed his part, like 
45 minutes before air, put it in the oh edit. My, that's crazy. And like that and like it was really fun. And that that that's was amazing. that was really cool. Um but he was very gracious and very nice and yeah. But you know, he's a classic alpha. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's an alpha male. He yeah. step right up to you LBJ style and yeah. talk right <laughs> yeah. in your face. <laughs> Spitting all over your face while he's <laughs> talking, saying cocksucker constantly. Uh, yeah. You're like fitting his pants, and he's yeah. saying how low his balls. But I hang. never mentioned my Twitter account, and I never mentioned. Uh, and did you? Were you like? I was never there any part of your body that you're like I want. I I I might. No, you were just like you know. I know. I, I knew I was not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I guess we will watch another episode of this at some point. At some point, yeah. I think we actually do part two the next time. Okay, that's what you think. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as as a host of the podcast, you know what? As a if, non if as a non impure, you figure out where to upload this to, <laughs> how to get it, how to get all the old episodes back up on 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 iTunes. Yeah. We can watch that. Um, by the way, if people are listening and want Craig to live, please donate to his uh, type one diabetes fund. Yeah, go uh, to. He's uh, running out of cash. <laughs> I pay for each <laughs> insulin shot with cash. I'm feeling pretty good. Let me look at what my number says right now. How are you? It's back on the rise, baby. Then that's that's how we should end. Um, Craig's alive. I'm alive. Um, it was great having you here. Thanks for having me. Talk about Studio Sixty. It's been a while. It's been a while, but it always feels good. Actually, when we were watching the episode, when we when we first talked about doing this, you were like, I'm excited to for you to come over. I'm not excited to watch the episode. Yes. And I wrote back, I'm very excited to watch right. the episode. There's something very comforting, comforting about watching this show. Can I ask you a, se- yeah. a separate question that I've realized? Do you find it harder now to watch bad stuff? Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't. I will say, this. and I'm not saying this. I'm not. I'm not saying this. I'm saying in general. I used to love, and I'm not counting Studio Sixty in this because Studio. I never. 60, I, I yes. I've never, aside from Studio Sixty, which I actually do like, have a love. For, yes, exactly. That's. I've. I've never. I never hate watch. I used to, and I never like like hate watching. I've. I just never have done that. I used to love it more, not in like, um, in a mean. This sucks. I like. This is a the a classic example, but like something like the Garbage Pail Kids movie, right? Where it's just like over the top, like oh my god, right? But now I I like you can't I, even do it anymore. I, I don't know. It's hard. there. There was actually now I'm thinking about there was one hate watch that me and my friend Will did. So why don't we? De- this is a we a, decided to watch yeah. the Ashton Kutcher Steve Jobs movie. Oh my, I've seen that. I have seen and that movie. Just to watch it, make fun of it. This goes against everything I just said. I never do this, but he was like, "Let's do it." So we were like, "Okay," and it was really fun. And every time we had this bit going through, where every time somebody walks by him, like on the campus, they're like, "Hey, do you invent the iPod yet? Come on, <laughs> come on, invent the iPod." Hey man. Hey man, invent the iPod. <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, that's but that's that's the only thing I've done that to. I I usually, I usually don't do that. You're a good guy. What can I say? You're a good guy. Um, so we'll see you in five years. Yep. Um, and I apologize to you for never p- putting this episode up. And but mostly apologize for being an impure. And I apologize for being an impure and for and for having a sickness in front of you. <laughs> um, and and also I should note that in the 
25 minutes or so between recording when I was treating my my potential sugar low, you were yelling at me the entire time. You're an impure. I'm an impure. You're an impure. <laughs> but you know what? You taught me maybe I should get better myself. Yep. Thanks so much, Seth. Thanks for having me. Bye.